Welcome to Cashville, y'all. This is No Ties 1879, a podcast where two Fijian folks talk about their experiences growing up in a white Canadian suburb and raise awareness about the indentured labor system. My name is Angeline. And my name is Ash. And before we like to get started, I would like to acknowledge the traditional territory of the Tuasan and Musqueam First Nations and all of the Humkuminam-speaking people who have been stewards of this land since time immemorial. I would also like to offer my respect to all the elders who have gone before us and to all the elders and First Nation people who are with us today. I would also like to say thank you for letting us stay on your land. Amazing. Yeah. So. How was your weekend? It was pretty good. I'm a little extra crispy right now. <laughs> crispy. Yeah. Nice. I was sailing out in the Gulf Islands and um, yeah, it was a good time. Really good time with my friend Chris on a sailboat, the Resolute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. What we are go all every the- year. So, well, we have like a big trip every year, but we sail, like, you know, as often as we can throughout right. the year. And he races sailboats and he lives on a sailboat and is always doing sailboat things. So, sailboat things. Yeah, I'm nice. Never far away from a sailboat activity if I want one. That's sick. Yeah. Uh, what What are all the islands that you went to? Because you went to quite a few. I went to three places. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I went to four, actually, I guess. Um, uh, we first went to Montague Harbor on Galliano. Okay. That was pretty cool. That was That's where um, a lot of the... I've been there before, actually. A lot of the beaches there, and this is, like, common throughout the Gulf Islands. A lot of the beaches there, like, uh, not sand or rock, but they're just crushed up shells. Right. From people who have gone there and like eaten like shellfish and then like, you know, they just drop them there on the ground and like now there's like these whole beaches that are just shells. That's the story, like kind of like at Lighthouse? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's, you know, and then there's like animals and shit also, right? But um, that's the alleged story cool. that, that's the, that's what they all say that's actually crazy because i was i was telling you that i was at lighthouse park a few weeks ago in west van mm-hmm. is that, what that is mm-hmm. and uh yeah like you couldn't touch the ground you couldn't feel the actual ground because it was all just shells mm-hmm. that's pretty gnarly yeah yeah so after that we went to uh we stopped off for some gas and cigarettes at uh, <laughs> Salt essentials. Spring and coffee and walked around and whatnot. And then we went to uh, we went to Sydney Island, which was pretty far. That's probably as closest to the ocean on a sailboat mm-hmm. I've ever been. Even the water is mo- 10 degrees colder and Whoa. it's a slightly different color as well. Like just and like a darker, deeper blue it's or green. something? No, sorry. It's, yeah, it's like blue. It, it, it's you can see it's changing color Whoa. from the green to the blue. oh okay yeah, got so it so it's like a different color on its own and then the ocean or the water behaves differently like you can look out and then you can see where it's like swelling and it's like a couple inches higher than where you are it's it, and then it goes down mm. and then it swells somewhere else a little I bit I don't like that yeah it, it's, it's not a lot but it's enough to notice and it's just weird right it's it's so crazy the ocean is a crazy crazy thing mm-hmm. and then after that we went to uh tugboat island just off of gabriola and that is a private island for yacht club members and uh so you can sail there park your boat chris is a member of the yacht club so like he's got all these cool ass perks and sick there's like an actual bathroom there and an actual shower <laughs> <laughs> like actual infrastructure yeah, like for you to infrastructure, yeah nice. you know you have to be, i mean if you're gonna pay a richy rich prices for a yacht club yeah. there better be some like, richy rich i would like some actual plumbing <laughs> yeah. and some like nice tiling in the washroom please and yeah yes. so that was nice so the last day we was like you know sick yeah, you can go walk around on all of these places um yeah talk about islands cool i found a cool tree house there Cool. So you can just, you guys just would go into like the harbors wherever you were going and dock and then you just like jump off and like go live your life. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Like, hey, look at that island. Can we go there? Yeah, we can. Sweet. As long as it's not a private island and it's like, you know, not um, like First Nation. um, Right. Yeah. I, I I think there's 
some of that out there. There's definitely some of that on Sydney Island. You're not allowed to go. Not allowed to go yeah. or like need special permission or something. Yeah, and then there's conservation too because um, there's actually a crazy story about Sydney Island. I didn't know, but there was a clay deposit there and the people who bought that island long ago in the early 1900s found clay deposits, so they started making bricks. Then, you know, cheaper building materials were found, like wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the bricks kind of went to shit, right? And, like, you can find all these random red bricks just scattered throughout the cool. island. Yeah, we were walking on the trail in the forest, and all of a sudden there was this red brick just sitting on the trail. I'm like, Why are there the just bricks everywhere? What is this, man? Why is there a... Where, like, how did a brick get here? And then, like, later on you come to find out that the island... Is, was a quarry you can see where it was and it's like holy crap like that's why it's a bowl because they got mined out for all the clay oh right? shit yeah which is now why the island's so dry because clay holds moisture all these things i didn't know about wow. so now and and to get this so um fast forward a little bit the island because colonialists obviously you know they gotta fuck with everything they brought European fallow deer to this island and made this island a, a hunting preserve sort of thing, right? European fallow deer are not native to North America, clearly. Okay, right. <laughs> clearly in the name, yeah. right? So they're highly invasive. So now uh, there was all these fallow deer eating all the vegetation, right? And now with the vegetation gone, certain birds couldn't come and like nest and like the bird population went away and then the bugs went away and like it affected the entire ecosystem all the way down just because they brought deer to this place so that's so great yeah there's stuff all over the <laughs> island that you can read and stuff and yeah. you can see like oh shit like what that's what the hell happened that's so crazy. i mean i mean and they didn't know what like i'm sure they I mean, didn't they know didn't exactly know. what they were yeah. doing when they brought the deer over but like why would you like animals like you're actually going to like displace animals from where, like, how are you bring a deer from Europe? Yeah, on a boat? I just right, like they figured <laughs> that, it all yeah, out. No, that's that's great. Yeah, but and good uh, for them. That's that's this that's crazy. It goes right. The effect goes right into the eel grass, which is grass that grows under the water. You're right. not allowed to throw your anchor in the water in this island because it rips out the eel grass that's under the water. This okay. whole island, actually, by the way, is made out of sand. So imagine like a sandy island out pretty close. Like it's a pretty unique place. This place. Right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's so. pretty cool. I, I'm really like fascinated and happy that you got to go do that. Like mom and I were hanging out all weekend and like just would talk about like, oh, I wonder where he is now. And like, I, like I was telling you, like just like random funny thoughts. Like, is there service in the <laughs> middle of the ocean? I don't know. Like, is he getting my texts? I'm no, not too sure. And stuff like that. See. And then we were just talking about like, cause mom was just like, well, like he can swim. Right. And I was like, no, mom, like he's really. never, he's never been <laughs> able to swim. Really. And she was like, what? And I was like, he's never been able to swim. Like you fucking knew this. Yeah, like yeah. we were in lessons. He never figured it out. And she's like, well, he's on a boat. And I was like, he has a life jacket on. Mom. Like, he, like it's going to be fine. The bigger thing to me though, was like, like, I think you and I both, like, have just grown up, like, fearful of water, mm -hmm. no? Yeah, like, I am, like, I just, I, I don't, don't like that. Like, I don't like that. I don't like, like, going on a ferry ride can be, t like, it's okay. I just don't look at the water. It's kind of one of those things, like, it's like the spider thing, right? It's like, <laughs> I gotta, like, I can't not look, like, I don't yeah. want to touch it. I don't want to go near it. But, like, it's hard to look away at the same time. And, like, whenever I'm on a boat... I'm very aware of like that I'm on a boat and like I can sort of deal with it now, but I know I need to like eventually I'm going to get off and like that's what I'm looking forward to is getting off the boat. And mm -hmm. But that like what you're doing in the middle of the ocean and like like your work wasn't and really your, in the middle well sure ocean, yeah but, no totally yeah. totally yeah it's like in the middle of a bunch of islands right <laughs> um in the middle of the gulf. Um, like w your work and like what you put in is kind of like dependent on what, oh, yeah, 100%. what's going to happen. And yeah, like, that totally. is just, I can't have that kind of pressure on me. Even, <laughs> like, tr even steering the boat when you're sailing. So, cause it was me and Chris this time 
or not uh me and chris and ryan and whoever else comes, comes sometimes but mm-hmm. um because you know people come people don't sometimes sometimes a lot of people sometimes it's just me and chris like it was this time so that, like when it happens like that i use it as an opportunity to make sure i absorb as much information as possible and try and learn as much as i can right because mm-hmm. as a highly experienced sailor i'm gonna try and learn shit right so i actually like he delegated like driving to me right a lot of the time so that's a lot of trust yeah and it's this guy's house too (laughs) he lives on his boat so even driving in like like okay so if anybody's listening and they know racing right any kind of racing you have to find your line and that line is going to be the path of least resistance the fastest way to get to where you're going right okay right and when you're driving you always find a line and when you find that line that's you're gonna go fastest on that line you're gonna use your brake the least right so like in sailing like have finding your line is very important because like you lose a sailboat you know you're dependent on the wind you have to make sure you harness as much of that power as possible. So making sure you're traveling on the most optimal trajectory is at all times. Like everybody, you know, even me, I used to be like, okay, like what? You just stand at the wheel and you hold the wheel and the boat just kind of goes in a straight line. No, it's not like that. You have to call, you're constantly steering. You're constantly, there's not a moment where you're not driving the boat. Mm-hmm. You don't just like you are focus the entire time yeah you might be standing there staring at the same thing for a while but i'm telling you man you're steering that wheel the whole time you're looking at the water you're making sure you don't run into deadheads and then uh, the other variable you're making sure there's no wildlife okay first of all you're making sure there's no like around here there's stone reefs that jut out of the water because you can see out there the tectonic shifts of the plate like they all the islands are slanted out of the water in the same direction okay it looks so cool it's like prehistoric shit it's like you're actually looking at like like i don't know what is that i don't know earthquake stuff plate tectonics plate tectonics right or, like, like it's crazy. or a, a tectonic plate yeah yeah. So, yeah i mean it's crazy to see they're all like these crazy rocks that are jutting out of the water. Sure, the yeah. So you're yeah. looking to make sure you don't run into that, run into deadheads, uh, run into kelp that might get stuck in the prop, um, mm-hmm. and then porpoises, seals, sea lions, which I actually saw a sea lion this time. Cool. I've seen lots of seals but never a sea lions, and I saw a sea lion, which was like 20 feet off the boat, and I was like, holy crap, that's a, big guy? That's a huge thing, man. Yeah. Anyways, and then wait, like the whales, porpo- like it's cool. Dude, it, it never ends. Sweet. It never ends. The first thing we did when we got to Sydney, we cr- or sorry to uh, tugboat, we just crashed out. We didn't talk. We docked the boat. We didn't talk to anybody. We just crashed out. We we're like, no, nah. yeah, no, nah, got to like, yeah. have it, a nice it, little rest. Yeah, and then when you're doing that for ten hours straight, man, trading on and off, it's so much, so much work. Yeah, and then you were just, like, super beat on, yeah. like, Tuesday, the day after, right? hmm Yeah. hmm And then, like, sleeping on a boat's kind of tough, too, right? I'm yeah. I'm not really used to it. Yeah, I know. It's interesting. It's, uh, it's fun. I like going on those types of excursions, right? It's not enough for me to just go somewhere and go camping. I have to make an excursion out of it. Sure, That's yeah. What I like to do now, right? So That's sick. Yeah. I mean, it was highly uncomfortable, but that's what how I wanted it to be. Cool. And yeah, also, like highly considering like yeah. can't swim, don't like water. Yeah. But yeah. I also wanted there to be showers and stuff. And yeah. there was. <laughs> I want to be comfortably uncomfortable. Yeah, I want to yeah. be hygienically uncomfortable, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was I good, feel good, that. Good time, good time. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, oh yeah, well, I also got a backpack from this company called Kevlstone and... Uh, They've been pretty good to us. Actually. They have. So yeah. a big shout out to Tarek yeah. at Kevlstone. And if you guys, you guys should go check out their Instagram. Yeah, check Kevlstone. out their shit. They got like, it's very, um, it's very clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clean and classy, and functional. There's so many pockets. I 
keep finding pockets. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? There's so many pockets. Disclaimer, this is not like, they didn't ask us to do this. No, this isn't I'm like a just, paid ad or no. something. We're just I'm like highly advocates. I'm Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you, I seen you took like a sick photo when you yeah, were yeah. out there. I'm also trying to just like learn how to use photography stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So trip was good. Sick. All in all, trip was good. Sorry, I took up so much time talking. <laughs> all good. Okay, so on to today's little talk that we're going to have. Okay, so in honor of Friday the 13th, guys. Dun, dun, dun. No. No, that wasn't the right <laughs> no. one. I hit two buttons at the same time there. We're going to be talking about superstitions because Indians and Fijians have a ton of them and we grew up with so many of them that didn't make sense and you know whenever we'd question them we'd just get in trouble or whatever and there was never mm -hmm. an explanation as to why why we did these things and so we thought it would be funny to share some of these superstitions with everyone um also I I sort of um just a a bit ahead of time I shared with Helen that we're going to be talking about superstitions. And I was like, what are some that you guys have? And like, mm. they're similar. They're like similar, but like the, the antidote, if you will, is like slightly different. And for some reason, a lot of, um, you know, if we, we might do like um, some sort of like arti or mantra or something, like Greek people spit. Oh, right? I've seen that. Yeah, that's but, what that's about. But we don't do that because like spitting is like highly yeah. disrespectful or whatever. Right. Okay. And so we don't do that. But like and so it, it was really fascinating to like hear her talk about this stuff because I was like, that's hilarious. Did, did they know. do the turning in circles thing, too? Maybe. I think so. <laughs> maybe. Okay. I don't remember, but maybe. Yeah. All right. Like turn wow, around. I, I think I think she did say that. Like you turn around in a circle, like and you have to spin a certain way, certain direction, and then spit. And then she also said something about clenching your butt. What? Like they you clench your butt and spit. Mm, She'll weird. explain it one day. Uh, but yeah. like you know, it just all of this to say that a lot of cultures do like like have like funny superstitions or yeah. they just have superstitions and and um just interesting, interesting ways of dealing with them, I guess. So when we're talking about a superstition, we're referring to any belief or practice that's caused by a supernatural causality, which usually contradicts modern science, right? So superstitious beliefs and practices uh, often vary from a person or um, like cultures um, and even um, like different areas, so different places in um, like India or Fiji might have a different superstition or like handle something in a different way. So like common examples of uh, superstitious beliefs in India are like a black cat crossing the mm. road. That's what symbolizes bad luck, right? And it's interesting because that is sort of like a Western North American thing too. Like people just know that like, and not even necessarily that it crossing the road symbolizes bad luck, but that like, you know, like black cats are a thing for Halloween and Halloween is what it is. Right. It's like this time of super. No, well, okay. So the origin of Halloween itself, right. Yeah. Is it comes, you know, from, you know, more about this than I do, but well, like occultism. And yeah. I mean, I don't know about the true origin of sure. it. I don't, I'm not really sure anymore. Okay. So well, the it's, thing it's, about Halloween too is the October 30. Okay. So here's, I, because I was, well, I'm still, I am friends with like my best friend who passed away actually, uh, his whole family, they're like very occult. Right. So what, how they explained it to me was that Halloween, October 31st, the day we know Halloween to be is actually old Hallows Eve. And November 1st is the actual day of, Halloween. Okay. Right? That's, and I'm telling you, if anybody knows it was them, they would know. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, I, like, I've participated in a lot of, like, I don't know, pagan, I guess, ceremonies that they, like, this was their thing, right? And oh my just god, like don't how, tell mom. <laughs> just like how Hinduism is yeah. our thing, this yeah. was their thing. Yeah, it totally. was very natural. Like, it was highly, like, like, it was, it wasn't about some, like, it was more about the earth 
and the stars yes. and everything else yeah. than it was about like spirits and some bullshit like that. Or, or no, no, it was about spirit, but like, you know, it's b- not what mode. Hollywood makes yeah, it out yeah, to be. It's not, and it's like not the, the media, it can the be cra- like the craft, but it's not the craft. Right. Like, calm down. Feruza Bulk <laughs> is not going to like, you know, cast a spell on you. Well, I think wasn't the but, whole uh, thing in the craft was that they kind of started off and it was more pure and earthy. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, homegirl right. just kind of went too yeah. far and like went nuts and, yeah. Like such a good movie. Such a fucking good movie. movie. Oh my god. Okay. So anyways. Yeah. So So the ports between the time um like October thirty first, November first, that's when the portals are open for spirits to come through. The strongest. Sick. Yeah. And it I'm sure there's more to do with it than that, but that's that's what I know about it, right? So and then obviously, you know, throughout time more and more has been piled onto that, right? And then commercialism as well. Of course, yeah. Right, so, so like the black cat tends to be a, uh, a, a, a sign of Halloween and Halloween sort of represents what it does. And of course, it represents something completely different now, similar to like, you know, Christmas. I always mm-hmm. have this beef with Christmas about how it's not what it's supposed to be. And no, I'm not Christian, but, you know, I... It's just not what it's supposed to be, no, and yeah. I just don't fucking agree. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, like there's these other cultures around the world and religions and uh, nations that like symbolize this black cat as like something similar as um, something like in the, on the other side of the world. And I just think that's interesting that all these cultures, you know, someone at some point got together and was just like, "Hey guys, we're all going to symbolize a black cat as something to do with bad luck." Like, right? Like, it's just interesting to me how that tends to happen. Um, Another one is a crow cawing indicates that guests are arriving. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Whose is that one? Is that one of ours or? It's an Indian one, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could, I mean, if there's crows in the tree in front of your house and people are walking up to your house, (laughs) crows are going to start going off. They're territorial. They're going to try and fuck with you, right? Right. um, Especially the crows in Vancouver. And they this will is the attack thing. you. And this is the thing, and we'll get more into this in a sec here, but like usually it's these superstitions tend to be backwards. Negative connotations? Not, no, not even that, but it's like backwards as in like, you know, what came first, the chicken oh, or the egg? Right. And it's like, it's like, you know, the the people aren't like the, the indicating that the guests are arriving, right? Like they're not arriving because the crows are cawing the crows are cawing because they're arriving you know what i mean and so and and all of these things came from a place and time where you know we didn't have obviously we didn't have like communication devices like hey i'm walking up right now right or like electricity like we'll get into that in a sec too right so it's like the you know the crows calling indicating that guests are arriving are like okay that's like the alarm like that's like mm. the text right like hey i'm at the mm. door kind of yeah. thing um, drinking milk after eating fish causes skin diseases. I have heard mom say this before, what? or like you, we just shouldn't drink milk and eat fish together. That's a weird combination, anyways. I wouldn't personally do that. Right. I don't drink milk on its own unless it's got chocolate in it. But isn't that like the whole kosher diseases? thing? Like fish and milk, like seafood and milk. Isn't that like the whole kosher yeah. thing? No, that's uh, pork or, meat? or cheese or, or something like that. Damn that's it. a Jewish thing. Right. I Damn can't, it. I, I, okay. Mom actually well, just think that's different, but I, I don't know if that is the same or if they subscribe to well, that. No, well, no, I just but, mean like it's just another culture yeah. who's saying something similar, right? Uh, that, thing's not, that thing's a religious thing, though. The Jewish thing. Right, right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This scene sounds more hokey, mm-hmm. super mm-hmm. Skin, did they say which skin diseases? No, they didn't. Because <laughs> maybe you need to stop maybe, doing that. Yeah, no, but I don't you've drink. never done that before. That's yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> mean, specify which skin mean, diseases. Okay, so is it the same if I eat chocolate after eating calamari? Fuck, maybe. <laughs> Shit. Damn it. Is it the same? Fuck. How about butter with my lobster? Is that the same? Oh my god! <laughs> crab and lobster? Or, I'm sorry, cl- crab and butter? Maybe. Prawns? Yeah, I do prawns Garlic and butter. butter. For- oh, oh my man. god. I don't know, maybe. I don't Damn know. Damn it. 
That's hilarious. That one's going to need some science. Okay, so here's what, yeah, exactly. And that's the funny thing is like that some of these things are kind of based from a time when, the, you know, knowledge and literacy was very low. Yeah. And they knew that these two things were probably correlated in some way, but they didn't have an explanation for it, right? And so then it just became like a, a superstition. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this one's interesting because I've heard this one to be like to go both ways, right? So an itchy palm means mm. that money is coming your way. Yeah. But for some reason, mom says that that means that you're going to lose money. Yeah, I've heard that both of those things. And too. maybe I think it might be dependent on like which palm, right or left. But like, because huh. the eye twitch, you know, the eye twitching thing, this is another one. If you're like for like, it depends on which eye is twitching. It's good luck or bad luck. Huh. Yeah. So this is a thing that's happened before. Like, I think the right one is good luck and the left one is bad. And I also think that it might be dependent on um, gender binary as well. So like if you're, if you're female and your left eye is twitching, then it's bad luck. But if you're, uh, if you're a male, then it's good. <laughs> like who fucking knows? I don't fucking oh, know. But man. like all of these things of like, you know, and every single time like mom's eye would twitch, she'd be like, Oh my God, something's going to happen. And then, and then if like, and on, you know, on an unrelated event, like if something did happen, right. Like if there was a death in the family, she'd say something like, you know what? My eye was twitching for the last couple of days. Oh man. That's <laughs> that thing people do. They're just like, you know, when something happens and they're just like, Oh, I called it. It's like, no, you fuck. But that, okay. But that's, li but that's what she said. She'll literally say like, and I've like, I've heard like heard tons of people say it before too. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm shantara, just, I'm shantara. That's just like, <laughs> you know why? It's because their eye <laughs> fluttered a little bit when they were driving and caught some sun. <laughs> One time, <laughs> and then like a month, one, one a month later, some crazy, and you know that's all it, because that's what I do. Yeah, I'm just like, oh man, I knew it, I knew it, and I was like, man, no, you didn't, you didn't yeah. know shit, yeah, <laughs> you knew nothing. So, um, I did consult with mother for this just because we we do have a bunch that we knew of, but mm -hmm. she wrote me down a couple, um, and. They're, they're pretty good. And I, I, I have an explanation, not an ex a possible explanation for some of them. So one of them is you don't give chilies to anyone because they'll yeah. fight you. Yeah. And that's like a, like we don't, so I wouldn't hand you yeah, a miracha, like hand to hand. Yeah. So hand to hand, I wouldn't hand you a miracha. I would put it down on the table and then you're supposed to pick it up. Same thing with sauce. Same thing with hot sauce. Yeah, or alternatively. So actually just a little story about that. When I was in treatment, there was another dude, uh, older dude in there with me, also from Fiji. Um, I came home for a weekend pass. Okay. The food is bland as shit. Of course. treatment. I mean, they do their best, right? Well, you know, some of us Indian guys. It's like hospital food. Yeah. yeah. And no, it was, I mean, it was mostly good, but. But it you're just a colored person. Uh, yeah, yes, I, need yeah. some, I need some flavor. Agreed. So he was just like, hey, man. When you go home, can you ask your parents to give you some mircha? And then he's like, but you need to take this. And he handed me a toonie and I was just like, because oh, you're never yeah, supposed yeah. to give yeah. away mircha. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. You have just, to pay for it. Yeah. She wrote that down. You have to yeah, pay for so your chilies. She, yeah. He gave me a toonie and I just started laughing because he, and he started laughing because we both knew what was going on and everybody else was like, what the hell is going on? And like all the treatment people are like, why was he giving you money? And I'm just like, don't worry about it. That is so funny. Like, don't worry about it. And then I came back with like chilies and like, like, it was like, <laughs> everybody was like, what the hell like is going on? Like why? And then we're just like, it's, you're not supposed like, if I just give him these chilies, it means I'm purposely hexing him. Sure. You know, yes. that's basically what, and everybody's like, what the fuck? And I'm just like, yeah, man, that's why he gave me the money and I gave yes. it to mom. Yeah. Right. right. So yeah. I like, it's just. You're just a middleman. Yeah. You have nothing to do with yeah. it. But yeah. the whole way through, we made sure that there, it was very clear that there was no bad mojo. That I actually is... took that one real serious. And the knife thing, I don't hand people knives at work either. Yeah. So she did write that down as well. Number nine. Number <laughs> she, nine. She, number, she numbered them. 
She's very considerate. She numbered them. Do not give a knife into someone's hands because you'll have a fight. Like same thing as the chilies. Like you'll get into a fight or it's just bad energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that one too. I guess so. I mean, like I think about like, like a zillion years ago when like, you know, why were people handing each other knives? It was probably because they were like going to war. <laughs> so yeah. And I mean, maybe, it, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Even when you, it, it just it can have its negative stuff to it, I guess. Yeah. I totally. Mean, on one hand, it sounds totally harmless. And then on the other hand, it's just like, well, I mean, if you look at it, it's just like, here you go, man. Have this here now. It's like, eh, what are you really saying when you're handing somebody, right? you know? Like, yeah, I don't know. It, it can and it can't, right? Like, yeah, it's a bit, it's almost a little sinister. Sinister. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get, it is. Sinister. It's sinister. Knives. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that. Okay, here's a good one. We talked about this. Um, and then mom actually kind of added to it. So not sweeping your house after dark. Yeah. Okay. She also added for specificity. Okay. Um, after 6 PM. So there's a time. Yeah. So we have a time. So don't sweep your house after 6 PM um, and never sweep or wash the, f- the front door of the house um, outside in the evening. And I, and she always says that t- to me too. Like, like if I um, like if it's summer, right. And it's still light out and like, you know, the, when the the dude comes to do the grass and then like if no one's done it, I'll like sweep the grass or whatever. And she's told me before, she's like, because, and like, this is our theory, right? Is like back in the day in the village in India and in Fiji, there's no electricity, mm-hmm. right? In the dark, if you're sweeping your house or outside in the dark, you might sweep away something important. Mm-hmm. Like some, maybe something fell, Maybe something fell on the ground and you can't see it because it's like literal pitch black, maybe candlelight, and you might sweep away something important. So sure, that makes sense. But we have lights and electricity now, but yeah. we cannot like do not sweep the floor. Oh my god. Don't even don't don't even grab the broom. Don't even look at it. Don't even look at it yeah. past a certain hour. <laughs> yeah, shit like that, man. Yeah. And that one made no sense to me for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And then just like for years and years and two days ago, you told me why. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. I'm not going to do I'm that I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like just to go back to like the sailing thing, like sailing has its own. Like I'm a, right. like, I, I like to consider myself like a driver, right? Like anything I drive, I tend to be good at like. Whether it's like my car or a five ton, which is the biggest thing I've ever driven. So, like, you know, there's always superstitions. Like, you know, like I personify my car. And if I don't wash my car every now, like my car is very angry with me right now. It's raining. I haven't washed her. She's like, I feel like things are different between me and my car if I don't wash her and treat like, you know what I'm saying? Like when that's a superstition to me that I like. I will hang my hat on that shit and I don't care what anybody right, right, thinks. Right, 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 yeah. Right? And, like, the same goes for the sailing ones too, right? Like, there's certain things you don't do. Don't bring a suitcase on a boat. What the fuck? Don't, don't show up to a boat with a suitcase, man. What? Don't do that. Don't. I don't. Oh, my God. I, only Chris can tell you why. Don't, and like, there's some that are specific to certain people's boats, right? Like, he doesn't want you with bananas on his boat. <laughs> Okay. I don't know why, man. Just don't ever bring bananas on his boat. He will get upset. And that's fair, man. Right. That's totally fair. One of the sailing ones for me, don't leave town on a Friday. Obviously, that has that's a time-honored one, right? And then the red sailor or red sun in the morning one, you know, there's, there's mm-hmm. time-honored ones. And, like, now we have things like navigation and weather and shit like that. We can tell... You know, those mm-hmm. things kind of don't mean shit anymore, right? right. But we still honor them. Right. So now of that course. I know the definitions of some of these ones, like yeah. the cleaning the house. And thing, that's all I'm we needed, right? Like, anymore. yeah, like why didn't like, and they didn't know, maybe they probably didn't know it and that's fair. But like, if they just told us why, then we would have been like, okay, yeah. cool. Like there's a reason. Yeah. Here's another one that was just like, <laughs> so fucking like, 
it was like really annoying, I remember, and like confusing. And also like when I was a kid, I remember being young and not understanding it at all because there was also no explanation, kind of getting like anxious and worried. But the having to have a shower after a funeral. Oh, remember that? Yeah. Or like if dad would go not to a funeral. seeing the person. So after going, uh. if dad went to a funeral and he would come home, we would all have to like go into like a room with a closed door. Yeah. And then he would like have to go and like shower shower right away and but we couldn't even be in his presence like we couldn't even like it was like that remember like we couldn't do that and that was like oh my god what is it like and i think they also said that um like maybe it's because because he's at a funeral and it's like bad juju and then yeah. they're bringing the juju home and it's like why are we like you went to a funeral for someone who passed away someone that you knew that you loved or whatever like yeah. why are we like why are we talking about bad juju? why why are we like why were you even there if there's fucking bad yeah. juju right like i think that's fucked up um but like a potential explanation is that like our ancestors didn't have um like vaccines against like diseases, right? Like hepatitis, smallpox, and like other contagious things. Um, and so then they came up with like a set of rituals to be followed after funeral rites are performed. So to prevent infection from the dead what? body. Oh, that's real? It is a potential explanation. Oh, potential. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, that actually sounds legit. Because again, right? Like limited education, knowledge, literacy, but they know that these two things could be connected, mm. right? And so, like, here is a dead body that was sick before yeah. it died. Right. Right? Yeah. So after after the funeral, they would have to remove all of those clothing, wash them right away. Remember, that was the other thing. Yeah. Put them in the machine right away. Yeah. 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 So that makes sense. That actually makes a lot more sense than just bad juju. Yes. And then considering India would have been like, I don't know, like you said, there's not, there wasn't, come on, man, Ayurvedic medication is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest here. I mean, (laughs) I'm not going to say that. I don't know, man. When, have you seen the instructions on some of the bottles? I mean, They're telling you to eat two kilograms of atta with this shit. (laughs) Who's, and it says two kg. Mm-hmm. And it literally will say like I'm telling you some of these bought okay mom bought me some of this shit once because it, it says like mm-hmm. like they literally claim to cure cancer if right. you eat two kilograms of roti basically and take this Ayurvedic medication. Interesting. Yeah, I even bounced. It. I showed it to my friend Victor. I was just like, Yo, Victor, talk to me about these things. And he's reading the bottles, and we're laughing our asses off at this shit. I brought him back home, and I gave them to mom because they cost a lot of money. I'm like, I don't know about yeah. these. But, I mean, I'm sure some of it's legit, but, I mean, yeah. It depends, you yeah. You do what you uh, can do easily to prevent sicknesses, right? So, I yeah. Mean, if you can make sure to shower and not be around your loved ones, have loved ones after a funeral. Mm-hmm. Probably helpful, I guess. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Another one is that the mourning family of a dead person shouldn't cook food. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, what's up with that? So, and you can't even turn on the chula, yeah. turn on the stove. You yeah. can't do that. Um, and I don't really know, like, all of the ins and outs of this one. But what I think... I think it's almost like a consideration of like, okay, their loved one passed away. Like they should be provided with some assistance. Like people Mm. should bring them food and stuff like that. Right. Which is what happens anytime they're like, we have a death in the family. Mom is like cooking food and everyone is like taking food over to that house because they know that they can't turn the stoves on. But I think that that's something that was maybe just created to like inspire community. Yeah. 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 Also, if there is a legit reason that we don't know about, actually, yeah, just throwing it out there. If any of, if if anybody knows any right. explanations to any of the stuff we're talking about, please talk to us because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm fascinated with like yeah. superstitions and supernatural and occult and the, you know, aliens and Bigfoot and whatnot. But like, so like, I mean, we want to know. We're just kind of making our own assumptions up for some of these things. And then, like, there's got to be some, like, 
5,000-year-old reason that we don't know about that probably has to do with, I don't know, our ancient alien gods. Yes, that for sure. (laughs) And it, it sounds like a lot of things might have started to like for a reason, like these practices might have been created mm-hmm. for a reason, but then the, a superstition like was created from it. Right. Yeah. Because I also remember hearing that um, we didn't turn on the stoves to prevent the burning of the soul of the mm. deceased. Like, okay. Yeah. That sounds like a <laughs> kind of just say an explanation mm-hmm. explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the salt thing. The salt thing? So, like, never... You're not supposed to give salt from your home. Like, you're never supposed to give someone salt, and you're not supposed to ask anyone for salt. Mm. And I remember, I remember, like, when I was a kid, like, when we moved here, right? We moved here, and, like, we had a front door. Like, mom literally said, like, oh, if anyone ever asks, like, for for anything, like, they can, you know, like, don't give them salt. <laughs> Why? I'm like, why? I'm like, there's fucking tons of salt here all the time. We got everything. We got flour, salt, whatever you want. What's that explanation all about? I don't actually know that one. Oh, that one's a mystery, eh? Yeah, that one's... I can't even think of like... I can't even think of a fake reason as to why that would be a thing. I'm not too sure, but we do use salt to um, utaro najar, right? So in English, what does that even mean? Uh, it's like it's the it's it's removing the evil eye, right? Yeah. So that's what that is. So anytime, like, and this is the other thing is like whenever I would get like it's like, like getting smudged. If anybody wants a comparison, right? When you get smudged with the sage thingy, yeah, 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 that would be this kind of a similar thing. Yeah. So when I was a kid, and I would get like compliments or people would say like oh like your hair is so long your hair is so pretty or whatever and then everyone would be like oh like she's gonna get najar or nazar as is the proper hindi word but the fiji hindi word is najar and then in order to like utaro the najar like they would use salt and like I don't, they wouldn't even say it. They wouldn't even do it properly. Like all of it was just so messed up from beginning to end because it's just like, okay, if we're all, all of us, all of us Hindus are in a house together right now and we know that apparently complimenting each other puts the evil eye on you, then why are you doing it? One, stop doing it. Like, let's just stop it at the source. Two, now we have to like use this salt thing. Okay, now apparently I have attitude and I'm acting up and it's because of... Najar, because I have Najar, right? Or like when Ash, when Ash was a baby and would start crying a lot, it was because he had too much Najar on him. So they would take the salt in their hand and they would like do some sort of like, you know, they rotated a couple times or not a couple times, an odd number only, right? Only one, three, five, seven, nine, and so on. And like Fuck. they wouldn't even say the mantra. Like who knows what the mantra is, right? They would just say something like whatever. And then that was it. And then they would like, I remember they told me to do it once and I was like holding it. I'm like, now what the fuck do I do with the salt? And they were like, you just like, like wash your hands in the sink and it just goes down the sink. And I was like, what guys, come on. This is giving me more of an attitude. (laughs) (laughs) You're wasting my time with the salt bullshit. And the salt, right? I was just like, guys, like I have attitude because I just have a fucking attitude. Like actually like if people say- I'm a teenage girl. And like people should, should say nice things to me. Like people saying nice things to me shouldn't mean that like, uh, it's what maybe it's like, oh, it's going to go to my head or something. So now I'm an asshole because people call me complimented me oh, man. I don't know I have no idea that one's uh that one's got a yeah. lot of bullshit attached to it yeah man. just shit like that man oh, super man. funny though yeah that actually reminds me of um I was watching this episode of like monster in law or something one time and this lady married a she's either Greek or Italian but the mm-hmm. father-in-law was a very Catholic Greek or Italian man okay and the kid, their newborn kid, just crying and crying and crying because he's a newborn kid. And right. And father-in-law is just like, no, it's because there's something wrong with him. Right. So he demanded, bust out the olive oil right, right. now, put him in a white, th- like, and started, like, doing the whole, like, saying a bunch of Catholic shit. Nice. Olive oil, <laughs> making olive oil crosses. <laughs> and this lady is standing there going, like, 
stop touching my fucking kid or I'm going to kill you and you, I'm going to divorce you if you don't get your father out of my fucking house. Like, like what the hell, right? <laughs> yeah, man. It's just like, dude, man, not helpful. <laughs> Not that's helpful. that's fucking extreme, man. That's just expre- yeah. extreme, right? Like what? Yes. They have like some sort of like bad soul in them. Like yeah. no, they're actually just guess, a baby that's crying. Yeah, I guess the the salt, the olive oil thing, cultures have their similar. Yeah, a hundred percent similar sort of things. Hey, by the way, I actually just thought of this. Do you want to hear something cool? Mm-hmm. Do you know that in some African tribes, when you commit a crime, instead of being punished. I don't know. It's not really a superstition. It's just kind of like something they do. A practice. I know what you're talking about, I think. Yeah. Instead of like you being punished for three days straight, the entire tribe will stand around you in a circle and they'll say nice things about you. Yeah. It's like a, it's (laughs) almost like a cleansing. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I just thought of that and I was just like, that's a cool, like, not really superstition, but it almost kind of portrays the same sort of thing. Like all these superstitions are about bad juju Mm -hmm. or you having it. And this right. one's about taking it away from you. Right. Well, it's like, it's a, like everything just tends to be framed in such a negative sense, right? Like everything is like, oh, like this is happening because of a bad thing. And this practice, this like this African tribal practice seems to say like, oh, they, they did something bad. There's yeah. something going on with them. Like mm-hmm. it's very uh, evolved and progressive. And it's like, oh, there's something going on with them. Like, we need to address that, not just, like, the symptom, but, like, the actual reason as to why this happened. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's actually, like, getting to the root of it as opposed to just making up a random, like, oh, he's possessed. (laughs) Like, yeah. Which, you know, could be fair. There are movies, like Sinister, where the kid is actually possessed and... For Boy, sure. you got to get that shit out of there. Yeah. Move out of that house. <laughs> Yeah, like burn it down get for good measure. Yeah, yeah, like just fucking out of here, right? you That's know? That's the movie I'm thinking of where the kids like end up killing their parents and they film it and like it's all fucking Spoiler crazy. alert. Um, I don't know. I don't think I've seen, but that's like the in, like the same makers of Insidious, right? I think. Oh, but is I, that the movie I'm I thinking have, of? I it's either Sinister no, no, no. or Insidious. In- Insidious is, he. he's, I forget what it's called, a astro traveler or something like that but i think sinister is what you're talking about but i haven't seen it yeah no it's cool i was like whoa this is really the first one was the really really good one and i was like okay i don't need to see this again yeah i don't need to to see this again and i'm gonna have nightmares for the rest and that's the thing is that like i fucking love scary movies like I love scary movies. Scary movies are like Mace and I's thing. And like whenever a new one comes out, we're like, theater is now. Let's mm. go. But here's the thing is that like, you know, like the I the example I always use is like the screams and the I know what you did last summer. Those ones are like, they're scary because they're like jump scary. Yeah, they're slasher. But like, yeah, but I can, I can run away yeah. from that, right? Like yeah. this is a physical human being <laughs> who's alive. I can bail or I can fight you. I can deal with that, okay? Yeah. The other shit... Like the paranormal shit, the the, the thing you the, can't fight. Yeah, yeah, like it's intangible. What the fuck? And so that is why, like, I still love watching and I still love that feeling of fear. But then I'm like not gonna sleep for four months, right? Yeah. 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 Like I remember when I saw um, Insidious, the mm-hmm. first one. Yeah, I like solid didn't sleep for like four months, and my <laughs> room. Remember, my room was red at that time. My bedroom was painted red. Oh yeah. So it didn't help. Didn't help. Didn't no help. help. <laughs> Red room. Red room. Over there. Over there. Um, oh, man. What else you got on that there list? Okay, quick little last one. Um, the nail thing. Oh, cutting? Yeah, don't cut your nails yeah, at night. Also, so, hair and yes. beard trimming and yep. uh, hair, hair cutting, beard trimming, nails, whether they be fingers or toes. You're not supposed to do that. Also, yes. just side note, cutting paper at night also falls into this category too. I think it's all an electricity thing. Like, I think it is all related to each other and it's all an electricity thing. Right. So could the not cutting your nails and hair thing be like, you're going to fuck up <laughs> if yes. you do it in the dark? Yes. And also, 
like you're gonna fuck up because like old school clippers oh, were God. like really really sharp Rusty but like yeah septic. and sharp and required precision so you need to be able yeah. to see properly yeah, so true. probably that yeah when you're using a straight they didn't have gillette razors they had straight <laughs> razors yeah. right and yeah they're gonna be some are not gonna be super sharp some are not gonna be very some of them gonna look tetanusy, you know <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Yeah, so that kind of so what okay, so that kind of makes sense mm-hmm. about why we're not supposed to do that at night. And yeah. again, if there's a real reason as It to makes why. sense for then, right? But it's yeah. like now, it's like I know that like that like f- like feeling of fear of like if they hear me cutting yeah. my nails right now, right? Like I remember being in the washroom once and like I I did it once and nothing happened and then I did it a second time and I just heard dad from his room be like, stop, stop it now. And I was like, okay. Oh, man. And then I just abandoned ship. And then I remember like when I moved out, that was like one of my like big things was just like, I'm going to fucking cut my nails whenever the fuck I want. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Oh, it's the little things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what about the cutting paper at night? That has to do with money. We're Maybe not supposed to cut can. paper at night, allegedly because money will leave your house if you do so. It's probably because they would like accidentally cut money sometimes. Because again, because of electricity, right? It was not. probably because they would accidentally like they couldn't see what they were cutting. Mm, could be. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, if we're talking about money leaving the house, I'm not cutting stuff at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm fair. not doing any arts and crafts at nighttime. No more. We'll pre-cut everything <laughs> yeah. in the daylight. If it's then... got to do with money, I'm gonna do every superstition to keep that shit. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, that is our Friday the 13th superstitions episode. If you guys have any more, please let us know. Um, we'll make a post on Instagram and you can comment on those because we would love to know what your culture or nation or religion considers a superstition, whether it's similar or different. Please let us know. We are at No Ties1879 podcast on Instagram. I am at Angeline KP if you'd like to follow me there. And I'm at Ash Neil Prakash if you'd like to follow me on my personal Instagram account. Yeah, yeah. Have a terrific weekend, y'all. And we will talk to y'all later. Take care of each other, please. Bula. Bula.